Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Normally when Chloe says, do you look at this? It's always a fucking trap. It's like a trap. So if you look at it and you go, Quaw, look at the state of that. And then, and then you, you know, you have to go, Oh no, that, that, I, I, that female thought that's lovely. I love, I really think she's lovely. And do you know what? I'm sure she's How great to go for a drink with. You get epic. <laughs> yeah, sure, do you know what the best thing about is her, her personality and the fact we could probably have a good chat. Um, <laughs> What a way to start this week's uh, podcast, Couples Quarantine. I'm James Haskell. I'm Chloe Maidley. And with her very own cock mug, as she said, what a, what a guest we've got is Emma Sayo. Now, before Emma speaks, I'm going to introduce her. <laughs> Don't speak. Don't speak. Don't speak, right. In 2005, there was nowhere women could go to feel in control and explore their sexuality in a safe environment. Could have come around to my house. Anyway, uh, so Emma created Killing Kittens. Over the past 15 years, KK has grown into a fierce army of over 180,000 sexually liberated people around the world. Brought together through events hosted from London to New York, Venice to Sydney, and over the past five years, through Killing Kittens' expanding digital platforms, the popular press regularly pronounces Emma a leader in female sexual liberation and empowerment. <laughs> when Emma started Killing Kittens, she wanted to create a brand that stood for women and what they wanted. Great awareness of female sexuality and sexual freedom was slowly becoming more socially and commercially acceptable, but there was still a long way to go in the industry that claimed to be for women, but ran almost exclusively run by men. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, Emma Flippin' Sale. Okay, so I'm gonna jump in before Emma does actually introduce herself in her own words um, and say that James introduced me to Emma when we first met, really, like five and a half years ago, and Emma and I got on like a house on fire because I I would go as far as to say I think we're both feminists in a very new age way. Mm -hmm. Um, If you couldn't tell by this podcast, I am more than happy to talk about things honestly and openly, which I think is um, quite a new wave uh, feature of feminism. Um, And I absolutely love her and I've done some of her sister events which are emma i'll let you talk about and they're really inspiring and enlightening if you're a woman so emma do you want to just introduce yourself to our audience and say who you are and what you do and and how you know james and i i don't know i think james is like reading practice there um said it very good reading very good reading thank you very good Um, (laughs) (laughs) nothing like condescended by cut the feminists on my own fucking podcast excellent So yeah, no, founded KK um, 15 years ago, um, just felt it was a very unbalanced world that we live in and, you know, men could sleep around and have one night stands and were sort of patted on the back and, you know, absolute legends. Um, But women, we even had, you know, (laughs) even to talk about sex was sort of, you know, slut shamed and and everything. And I just thought this isn't right. But um, Sex and City had come out and, and Summers and Sex Stories had sort of hit the high streets. And I just wanted to create a world where, with women at the core where they felt safe um, and a community um, with like-minded people so they could actually talk about everything without being judged. Because a lot of women don't feel they can speak to their friends about stuff or, um, you know, that they're without, without judgment. So that's how it started. Um, and from day one, there was always a sort of a, a bit of an online community that went on. 
Um, and then five years ago, we realized that it was 50% of our revenue was online, 50% was offline. So we've spent the last four years building what we launched last week, which is the world's first um, adult social network. So think Bumble meets Facebook with loads of sex ed on top. Um, and an app goes live next week in iOS and then two weeks later Android. So yeah, it's been, um, it's been a fun, <laughs> it's been, a lockdown's been fun. You know, yeah. we, were, we were gradually getting into 100%, you know, or 80, 90% digital. Yeah, and also we realized, you know, we went straight within five days of lockdown into online house parties um and we were moving <laughs> we were moving all our workshops online virtual anyway um beforehand but what's been amazing is we're ne- we're going to keep it all so it's yeah. sort of to us it's so obvious and the online house parties and meeting like insta live chats every wednesday with experts experts and psychologists and why haven't i had world, not won't be hosting anything uh, i haven't had any calls about delivering yeah, any... james wants tits on zoom now <laughs> no 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 i just meant you want a sex expert why have i not been um. on there broadcasting for, for for the masses no no interest in that i think chloe will come on ah <laughs> how dare you so could you just just to clear up a couple of things right so firstly essentially what you're saying is is because we're going to come on to why we've got you on here i mean i've known you for 15 years Emma. i used to go to school with your your brother you've actually known me longer than that when i was you know in small teeny. shorts teeny i mean yeah teeny still six <laughs> foot lunking around gangly arms um i've grown into my face which is great i saw photos of what i used to look like when you knew me and i thought i was hot shit <laughs> honest to god i looked like a sort of a picasso or a modern art masterpiece put together by somebody with no eyes which was bad but i think <laughs> you I've grown... look like a, 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 a what's the artist called medigliani a medigliani yeah i was like <laughs> completely molded into James together has gotten so much better with age anyway Karen. And, uh, so what, what so basically you're saying that you wanted to set something up because essentially Men label women uh, a slut, but a slut is the, a woman with the morals of a man, essentially. So men are, are liberated, free to do what they want to do. You know, we go and sleep around. We're absolute lads, 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 high-fiving. Women do that, and they're labelled with, with derogatory terms. So you wanted to create something that was that women would be able to be free and mm. express themselves because, Chloe assures me this, and we've, we've had many an argument, and that's the point of couples quarantines, to, to get to the bottom, conclude some conclusions, is that actually women have needs women have wants that women have huge sexual appetites just like men and for a long time they've kind of been repressed yeah. a little bit and men because have that exclusive thing um sex is you know sex is another thing you know we live in a in a very man's world where there's an amazing book called invisible women you'd love it sorry but where when you look around everything has been made by men with for men, men. Uh, yeah. for men yeah. And and that includes sex. You know, sex. You know, when you, I think of sex, you think of a penis and a vagina, and the end point is the man coming. You know what I mean? It's, we've had that. Well, messaging. if you're an amateur, I mean, I, you know, yeah, I, I, I know. sort of. But I think, about, I think of... about the fanny coming three or four times, and then the penis you going <laughs> sure. off. But, of course yeah. you do, James. Jesus, yeah. This is um, not a PR platform. <laughs> no, I'm just telling the truth, and you can be you should we be my hype woman. You, Haskell, we all yeah. love yeah. you. Really? Yeah. Um, but no, so that's it's just kind of that initial. That's what sex is. Um, yeah. It's a very man. You know, it's a very man's view of it, and. And what's happened, especially with like Fifty Shades of Grey and everything Me Too in the last five years, is this explosion of, you know, 3,000 shades of sex. Is yeah. Women are complicated creatures. So if you put that into sex as well, it means it's not as simple and black and white as sex to men. It Honestly, it's a minefield. And there's so much that can be explored and our biggest sex organ is the brain. So... You know, it just it's just been this explosion in the last five years of, well, what is women's sexuality and what to every day's different, to be honest, you know that. I'm different every week on what yeah. I want sexually. 
So yeah, yeah. I tend to find as well. Like I do like <laughs> a, some men's podcasts, like um, Russell Kane's "Boys Don't Cry" and things like that, because I think you know I I was raised to be, and I'm really lucky enough that I went to a school where I was taught to be very honest and frank about everything, really, um, and that's how I've kind of always been and they kind of asked me on and a lot of the time even even when they're really trying to do women like a like a like a good like a service it's still very much like well men think this what do women think and even James said it at the beginning of our first episode of couples quarantine he was like I'm siding with men and Chloe's siding with women and I was like you know that there's a huge gray area of emotion and want and desire and fear in between in into which all human beings, male or female, regardless of gender, fall. And I definitely have had like periods in, in my relationship with James where I've wanted, you know, the kind of archetypal, more kind of romantic sexual relationship. And then I've had times in our, my relationship with James where I've wanted something a little bit more left of field. Mm. Um, I don't, I can't speak for you. I think you're more of a left of field guy, Emma, as I'm sure you know. Um, <laughs> you but I, but I, I'm not, I can't speak for you, but I don't think that that's reflecting of me being though. a, I don't think it's me it's reflective of me being a woman I think it's just reflective of sexuality yeah. but that's what I always say people you know there, there was this whole thing of like the future's the future's female and I always said no it's not the future's human yeah. and, that, and it had the last couple of years again you've got this whole gender fluidity and it's a whole sexual scale so you can't go well you know women want this and men want that it's yeah. you know it come, it's a massive psychological part and a secure man and an insecure man want completely different things you know ego stroked or if they're insecure or other you know and it's the same with women it's sort of it depending on our head spaces um, yeah will will dictate what and that's why i say well you mentioned you touched on sister which is you know the 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 business we launched last year which is sort of helping out professional women and finding mentors and that but it, people say it was very different businesses. I'm like, it's not. It's got the same thing at the core. It's empowering women to be their most confident because it goes, I think sexuality, I think sexual confidence goes hand in hand with business confidence. To be yeah, honest. and that's why um, you had um, yeah. Sarah from Agent Provocateur, right? She's, am I right in saying the creative director? Yeah. But yeah, and she was fantastic. She basically like sings from the exact same hymn sheet as Emma and she's amazing. And she was just kind of standing up like I was sick and tired of seeing women in lingerie for men. And they wanted to, she wanted to specifically start a whole kind of PR campaign based on women in lingerie for women. Because why would it be for men when it's a female fashion lingerie brand it didn't make any sense and anyone who knows anything about um Ajon provocateur now will know that their campaigns in the last few years have been so female strength focused in terms of physique but also in terms of i mean everything kind of every box you can tick and it's very sexy probably more sexual than it's ever been and it's all aimed at women have you seen, i've shown uh, you some yeah of those. are those the adverts i'm allowed to watch yeah <laughs> normally when chloe says do you look at this it's always a fucking trap it's like a trap so if you look at it and you go quaw look at the state of that and then and then you, you know you have to go oh no that that i i that female thought that's lovely i love i really think she's lovely and do you know what i'm sure she's her great to go for a drink with epic, you get epic. <laughs> uh, do you know what the best thing about it is her, her personality and the, the fact we could probably have a good chat um, um okay. I, 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 you know, I do you think do you think what with what you've done you've achieved your goal so do you think or you are 
somewhere along the line you know because I, I imagine that there's still because sex is still a massive hang-up for people still you know in, in terms of uh, sexuality in terms of communicating do you know we've gone we have we've gone a part way <laughs> we've set what well, i say we've set the foundation so mm -hmm. it's been 15 years it was a good decade of setting the foundation getting a very loyal tribe as i call it and what's happened now with the digital world exploding um um, and now we've got the platform to go out and fucking dominate um, and basically just hit the world running. And to us now, it's normal. Our main aim now is all, di is all the whole digital world. Our events were fine. We, you know, we sell out within 24 hours. It's they're in all the world. They're straightforward. But the digital side um, of what we're doing is very much to create this movement and this voice this adult as i said social network platform that is you've got facebook for family stuff you've got instagram you know images you've got linkedin for your business you've got the kk site for your adult life yeah. so the questions on sex and the funny videos and the lingerie shots that you can't put anywhere else um and so what we want to set out now and do is normalize and mainstream the conversation around sex. So mm. I always say, I, you know, like sitting, chatting, having dinner with you guys or, or whoever, and you're talking about, oh, you know, a new fitness technique or I'm trying this new diet. It should be in the same conversation. Oh, I've mm. read about this new position. Yeah. And this new blowjob technique. You should be able just to come out you of your You got your notes on that, <laughs> Chloe? Just out of interest. Just, Rude. Um, no, no, I just, I just, I just wanted. I'm not saying. I didn't say. I didn't say it was bad. I just said she said it was a new technique. So I was like, <laughs> well, got, um, I haven't heard about that. So one of the workshops actually is, is penis massage. We've also got oh. a Volvo massage workshop. So yeah, a Volvo massage. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 what, for the, oh, right, Volvo, Volvo. I said Volvo. I thought that was fucking boring. Watching some anorak doing his beige V60. No, Volvo. I know what Volvo. What I was going to say was was that. It's, um, I completely agree with you. I find it crazy that every single time in my lifetime I've ever done an interview and I've been asked about sex, which I always am, um, as is James, and I reply, honestly, which to me is completely acceptable and normal, it always causes a shitstir, either on social media or in the press. And it's probably all just very silly sensationalism and very human behaviour to be like, oh, you know, taboo, and there people people make a big deal out of it. But it's really interesting we did an interview with, and we talked, we again reference this in the first episode, Fabulous magazine. Um, and they asked us, she, you know, Beth, who who was the, the journalist who I've known for years and years and years, asked me, how often do you have sex? Is it every day? And I said, well, yeah, that's kind of normal for us at that point in our relationship. It very You're much welcome. was. And I said, yeah, that's normal for us. The next thing I know, it was the headline. It went everywhere and James got dropped from Land Rover. And James said to them, I don't understand. Do you just not think that people have sex? I don't, this makes no sense to yeah. me. And they were like, our buyers don't want to talk about it, don't want to hear about it. Like, we can't have you as part of the team anymore. And I was like ashamed of them. I was not yeah. ashamed of myself. It I did says not. more of them. Yeah, it says more about them. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I find it so interesting. Have you found, do you feel like with kind of the Killing Kittens kind of growth, which has been fantastic, and also with the Me Too movement, have you found this to kind of dissipate or do you still find that you come up against it's hurdles still, like that? No, it's still massive. I don't know whether you, you oh, yeah, you may have seen that in the last like month. So we've gone down the, the government funding route, which is a government backed loan that you have to raise a certain amount and they will match what you raise. And anyway, so we, we got it. And oh my God, the outcry, had war with Sarah Champion, the MP, um, yeah. Labour MP, who the irony is, she was the, before she was sacked from it, um, the Women's Inequality Shadow Minister, How basically funny. who petitioned Parliament to, um, to not give us the loan. 
And you just what? think, but then, then yesterday I noticed she's tweeting about how more needs to be done on menopause education. And I'm thinking, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't, women's sexuality yeah. and hormones, and it all goes hand in hand. So you can't. Yeah. You can't yeah, pick and choose yeah. what we are and aren't allowed to be upfront yeah, about. No, I can talk about my period, but yeah. we can't talk about sex. It doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, the backlash on that, and honestly, I had a lot of... The Twitter stuff was just awful. Um, this is why I that. came off Twitter, though, because it's just I feel like it's just anything that people can be outraged about on Twitter, they are outraged about. But this is the debate I have with my mum a lot. She comes from that age of feminism where it's like women finally had the chance to be taken seriously. But I come from an era of feminism where it's like, it's our choice, yeah. you know, whatever we want to do. Um, and unfortunately, it shouldn't be about what we have to do to be taken seriously. Why can't I wear a suit in the day, be bloody successful at my job, and then go out, go to Killing Kittens at yeah. night? And why do I lose respect? I mean, it makes... Or post a picture in your lingerie. It's like, yeah, why can't said, I do Asia both? As wearing it, and I, I had this argument, I started arguing with them, then I just thought, I'm wasting my breath. Yeah, um, yeah but what I don't get I... is, though, so, sorry to interrupt, what no. I don't get with all this stuff is, is that... Every, humans like to distance themselves from from carnal instincts and the very fact we're put on this earth. So I know in a base level, people, you know, we're here to recreate, move on, you know, sow our seed and carry on. Obviously, we do a lot more than that. But it does strike me that a lot of these MPs, a lot of these people, they shy away from this, but they're the first ones caught with their knob in something or, oh, or doing bits and pieces. Because they're human. But yeah, but that's what I mean. Is that I can't yeah. understand it. Why you deny it? Yes, listen, you know, sometimes seeing you know graphic things is not necessarily what you need in your daytime but only up and saying i have sex so with the you know the land rover thing for example you know they they basically after 21 years sorry after after uh almost 13 years they just bin me off over email because my wife said we have sex every day and, and you know their argument but I didn't was even say that but it wouldn't have mattered if i had uh, you know and they just they ran with it and said that land rover drivers the range rover drivers don't have sex well i've had a ra range rover and i i'm always shagging my wife obviously um in the range rover <laughs> in the range rover great, <laughs> hey, great. not in a sport really though you need I don't need it. I'm yeah, not cleaning you it. You need the Vogue. You need the Vogue. Um, all over the wheel. I just don't. I just. I do find it very difficult, though, to, 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 that people try to hide behind this. And I think the whole idea of in couples quarantine, you know, first episode, we covered some of the bits and pieces, the problems we faced. The second one was we talked about a very taboo subject when we were in our early days of relationship, going to the bathroom, which we probably want to apologise because that was quite intense. It was a bit much. But with guys. you, I, I, you know, we wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, what, what actually happens at Killing Kittens Party because for some people, they, they might not be familiar with it. Obviously, we talked about your, you know, trying to liberate women section. I think that's really important. And I do think that if people weren't so stuck up, you wouldn't see so many scandals. And if people are honest, I think it's down to men in particular, and this is something I will agree with, that men lie all the time. And men make such a difficult thing instead of putting their hands up and saying, a bit like, you know, Tiger Woods for all of his faults. If someone had said, listen, one of his agents said, listen, Tiger, it hasn't escaped my knowledge that you're drilling everything that moves. You could yeah. still be number one in the world, but maybe perhaps don't get married yet if you can't block, have that on lockdown. And nobody's got a problem with it if you yeah. if you pretend to be, if you're, sorry, if you are yourself. It's when you pretend and you get caught, yeah. which I I think well, it's like wrong. a lot of the footballers. I remember hearing that you know a lot of them, or a lot you probably know, sportsmen, um, you know, are encouraged to get married younger and be in serious relationships because it looks better and it looks, you know, why a lot of them are married when they're 21, 22, 23, um, because the image looks better. Yeah. But yeah, then what comes out is you get the Roonies <laughs> and the you know left, right, and centre, and other ones who, who they couldn't, you know, their image couldn't be worse, and they're not showing any respect for women just just tell people what what killing kids party party is and i want to hear about this online stuff as well what, what how that's manifested um so i mean they they will turn into there's an element of you know when you get when you see the label sex parties and orgies there is um it is that 
Well, thanks so much, Emma Sale, for coming on Couples Quarantine. Bosh. People have sex. The rules we have is that every man that comes along has to be accompanied by a woman. So we don't let groups of single men in. And then once at the event, men can't do the approaching. They have to wait for the woman to do the approaching. And then we have we have different entertainment. We have like burlesque, cabaret acts, oyster shucker, champagne or cocktail reception so it's like a big house i say it's like a big house party where the wheels come off and if you wander <laughs> around the the you know the upstairs then you'll walk into rooms where there might be 50 people all all in their candlelit room all having sex in some form but you get the different you get couples who just stick together who the ones that don't take their clothes off they just come for the atmosphere you get ones that um it's for voyeur they like performing but again they stay together you get the ones that the girl and the couples by sexual or by curious. So it's all about having that threesome and having other women involved. Um, and then you get the ones who just sort of the real hedonistic ones have just sort of get stuck in and there's like Dante's inferno of limbs everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Who's attached to who. Um, <laughs> if you so go into that, the wrong groups, room. Yeah. And then groups of girls that come along. Cause there's a big sort of rise. Cause women are, I've already said it for 15 years. And I remember at the start girls going, no, we're not, no, we're not. And then you have a few drinks and they go, Oh, I wonder what it's like to kiss a girl. So women are naturally <laughs> by curious. It's, it's a, you know, it's a fact. There's a one to seven Kinsey sexual scale and women are three, four, five. So yeah. it's it's why we're more touchy feely, and we you know we check other women walking down the street out faster than oh yeah faster faster than men do. We are on it. Yeah, yeah. James thinks it's well, a trap. Well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll challenge you on that one, mate. I've said to James so many times: if I see a woman and I'm like, "Wow, look at her," that is not a trap. I say something. Yeah. When I get irritated with you, is when I realise that you've just nearly crashed the car with me in it because she was staring <laughs> at some girl's tits. Then I get angry. But he doesn't understand this nuance. But I completely agree. I find that. That is just, yeah, absolutely fascinating. This is Couples Quarantine. This is Couples Quarantine. Okay, so thank you for summing that up. And this actually brings me to one of the questions which I uh, wrote out for you. Tell me what your view is on monogamy and open relationships. Do you think they work as a blanket rule? Do you think they don't work as a blanket rule? Or do you think it's highly subjective? I personally think it's, it's... totally subjective i think there's there's amazing open relationships there's amazing some of the most secure couples i know and have ever met in my life um are kk couples mm. um but then you get you know monogamy and this is this is the thing it's kind of- imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
kind of within monogamous relationships, often that societal kind of, oh, you, you have to be together and you can't, like well, when I mentioned the footballers and stuff, it's okay for them to go and, you know, go out one night and sleep around or for city boys to shag their PA, that's socially acceptable and cheat. Um, but then have but someone being polyamorous or open relationship is kind of frowned upon and, and seen as weird. Um, so to me, it kind of, to me, it comes down to communication. Um, from minute one and I think everything and I've said it about it in, in lockdown um, it will make it's forced people couples to communicate and actually look at each other and have proper conversations when it comes to sex because you're not going anywhere mm. and you can't escape you can't run away from an argument because you're not allowed out really outside, outside your front door so it's it we've what we've noticed in the last five months we've had a lot more couples sign up who have said they would never have signed up before but they've just started talking in lockdown and going do you know what this is actually something i was i was thought about and it'd be fun even just to try a workshop or just to explore our sex lives together and try new things and see what's out there and not necessarily in, you know, to go and shag other people but mm. just uh, it comes down to communication so i don't think there's there's no right or wrong to it, or which yeah. one's better. It, if you're not communicating and if you're not being honest with yourself and each other, then you're not in the right, you're not in the right relationship, really. I agree. Um, have, you seen, uh, have you seen it go wrong on, on those situations where couples have gone, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm keen for this, turn up to a party and, and, and you know, someone, someone started doing something, someone's freaked out? Um, do you know what, where I've seen it, a few people like that is they've had a few drinks and it, where, where it tends to be the, per, the person freaking out is normally the, the man. They want the girl, their other half, to be more exploratory and find themselves sexually. But then when it happens, then they feel threatened and think, shit, she's yeah. going to leave us, leave me. Yeah. So you've got yeah. this kind of, and I'm like, well, surely you'd want, a, if you're with a secure female who's completely empowered in their sexuality, then they'll be, they'll be totally open to trying new things. What kind of sex do people have at the, you know, is it, is it like a porn set, you know what I mean? Or is it kind of oh, passionate lovemaking? Not. Because I think I'd be a little bit startled if I took Chloe there and she went all evil angel set up on there, start shocking a few people. I might like, it's, it's a mix. It's a mix because you do get couples there who are just sticking together and they're doing it to, as an extension of their sex lives and to yeah. explore something together and do something, you know within their relationship um and then you get ones who literally it's that right i'm just want a good shagging tonight <laughs> on yeah. all levels and you get them you know the girls coming out and wearing their best lingerie and shunning around and just owning it yeah um and just I love taking that. it yeah it's and like, how you, do you, you get a mix of it and, and obviously you're you know you're there's things like no no cameras no nothing it's all very you know very private and all that kind of stuff yeah, no, we have a strict no phone rule um, and we have security walking around and we've got a hostess as well. We've got KK like, comms, which we call the community kittens, um, who are, yeah, who wander around the events and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. it's all very, it's quite self-policing as well. So uh, members will come up very quickly and report if they've seen something. Good. I God, the security guards must feel like they hit the jackpot. Like one night they're just checking over the ATM on Oxford Street, and the next night they're a KK mm. party looking at some. How do you out apply 10. for that job? Out of interest, <laughs> hypothetically, would, would a washed up rugby player who does your podcast qualify? Excuse yeah, me, madam. We, so, we, can you put your fanny um, back in? We've had a couple of put um, your of, fanny of rugby back players. In. Right. We've had a couple of rugby players um, Have you? involved Have you? in the staffing, but the problem was quite in the early days. The problem was I'd come in and realise that there were no bar staff. 
I wonder who that was. I wonder who that. I wonder who that would have been. What two really good-looking <laughs> rugby players at the time were they? I didn't like, know. I mean, they might have been Harlequins, to be honest. Ah, yeah, those <laughs> yeah. Harlequin boys—they're filthy, them fuckers. Not like wasp boys. They never do something. It's got to like be that. the Cornish pirates. <laughs> what? Yeah, Cornish pirates. <laughs> oh, it's so, it's so it's so weird because it's it's almost like you would expect them to have a reputation for taking barmaids home. Yeah, I don't. But I mean, again, it's not a world that I ventured into um, hypothetically, but. Um, <laughs> uh, one thing I, I want to say, how, how are the virtual events? What's happened with them then? Zoom, um, and we, we limit the screens, I think about 60 screens, so that could be 100, 120 people if there's a couple in the screen. Um, then we have three of our event staff in there. Um, it's a two-hour thing. The first hour is sort of icebreaker games and from spin the bottle to various things, very, yeah, various games that you can play within the chat and move the technology around. And then we have some of our KK Cabaret acts, um, performing so the screen um will suddenly become yeah full of a of a tits and ass Um, but then at the same time you've got people within their screens who are on their beds and they they join the event already in their lingerie or already naked um and so by by um the second hour you've just got loads of screens of people all, all shagging we do girls only ones as well which which are hilarious there's a lot of dildos involved Oh my god! I god. Bet, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. I don't mean, I don't mean to offend any of the men out there, but I bet those are the best ones. Well, I tell you what, the best thing is probably just send us the link next time. We'll just <laughs> I'll vet it, and we'll just make sure that it's all okay because I, I want to make sure that you know it's a fair representation. Do you? Um, what was I going to? I can't remember. I've just got dildos oh, on my so mind now. Sorry, now, <laughs> gonna have to, I'm going to have to go and have a lie down. So, but you, you found that people still get them. Um, the same benefit out of those and I really enjoyed that liberation so it's almost double the safety so they're involved but they're not you know um, know no I mean nothing nothing will ever replace that actual human contact no amount of AI AR you know virtual worlds can ever do that they can make all the robots they want but that that human interaction the physical interaction the energy you get from just being in the room same room as people you're never gonna you're never gonna um recreate that ever no. nothing will ever recreate that because we're animals at the end of the day uh, what i've always wanted to know is, is do you do you vet people do you know it's not it has got this people think oh it's really exclusive and and you know only really good looking people but it it's not at all it's totally accommodating everyone to come to the events you have to sign up to the site um and you just have to sh- you have to show you're a real person so we are sort of you know the photos of holding up Holding up something written or doing, you know, touching your nose, touching your ear, a bit like some dating sites do that. I know Bumble yeah. does that. Yeah. Um, and then everyone can come into the kitten's world, which is the big social network, um, and they can do that um, side of it. But to actually come to the full on, and you can come to all the workshop side of it like that, um, but to actually come to the full on killing kittens parties, you ha- then have to enter another world called the Kittens Association, which is girls only. So even if you're in a couple, it's the wife or girlfriend, the girl in the couple that is the member. You be- and that, we, you have to submit your reasons for joining and what it means to you. And it's that that we will take on whether yeah. you're in or out. So it's, the, it's your mentality and the reasons why you want to join. Um, is the main bit. Thank God that it's the women's side of that because it may be like, I'd like to see some boobies. You're not allowed in. Right, okay. How did James ever get in? That's why I feel like you're not I didn't go. I didn't go. There was another really... It's really dark at the parties, Chloe. I've got... (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I just turned up with an anorak and a pair of smoked tinted glasses. Can I come in, please? I mean, I've had some amazing stories, but about uh, what? Uh, <laughs> I've never been to a killing kittens party. No, okay. I think what there was another about? very big one who someone said it's like a maxi muscle advert. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's oh, actually that must have been, maybe it was Charlie Hunnam. That's in your book, isn't it? That, that there's a comment about an Olympian and a maxi muscle man in, in your book. Is it? What's the book called again? Behind the mask. Behind the mask. Do people just presume that you have the most lit sex life in the world? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what they do? And then I'm like, I have three kids under six, <laughs> two yeah. dogs, two dogs, nothing private. I shut the door downstairs and one of them's managed to open that door, the dog, and be out here. And especially in lockdown, I mean, do you know, we had, when you try and grab those five minutes, because you never know if a child's going to come up the stairs because they're having a nightmare or something. And I, it, we, I mean, I'll share one. We tried to grab a few minutes and then James lost it laughing because the puppy had jumped on the bed and was licking his arsehole. So it's like, and the, the mojo oh. had it gone. Well and truly died. Oh my and that's, God. My, that's my life. That, that's God. My life. But at what what breed of dog was that out of interest? <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. Here he is. Cocker Spaniel. Oh, God. Oh. Cocker Spaniel, right. Emma, thank you so much for that. That was incredible. Now, we've got the whole idea between couples quarantine is we get our listeners who, unbelievably, after two episodes, we seem to have some, which is quite nice, even about the poo episode, which was Chloe, <laughs> Chloe shocked her. And I'm Henry really Cavill, actually, he episode. even listens as well, which is which is great. Oh, Give him a shout we out. We like He's Henry gonna... Cavill. He's another one of my brother's school. You started with my brother and Henry ended with him. So if you want to send your questions, send them to CQ, CQ questions at jameshaskell.org. First question we've got is, I work at home and I've done for a long time. It's lovely having my wife home during quarantine. Obviously, we're out of that now, but people are working from home more. But whereas before she sent me little text messages that I text messages that I could ignore until I had a chance to reply, she'll now walk in and break my groove, which makes me get a bit <laughs> snippy. Have you guys had this? And if so, what do you do to deal with it? Emma, we'll address um, that to you to start with. Um... Yeah, do you know what we, as I said just now, it, with the kids involved as well, um, it, we, I got snippy and you can feel, I'm a space person, I'm like a caged animal, I like my freedom, I'll go away yeah. on a plane at least once a month, I am used to having the house to myself because I work from home a bit and not have the kids there and um, so... But what we did, we just got into a rhythm of one of us each morning. As soon as you woke up, one of us would go out for an hour and so walk the dogs. The next person have mindfulness. We're into our mindfulness. Um, and um, really the important. next person, you know, and then I'd do it the next day. And kind of it was that being aware and I would just take myself off. So I would take myself off maybe with one of the kids to play football outside um, or going and yeah, or say I'm going to walk to the shop or cycle to the shop. So it was just that sort of we got into the rhythm of sort of orbiting around in different spaces and not Fine. on top that, of each other. Yeah, because I, I, do you think though? Because this is again, I'd already called sexist, by especially by you two ladies. It was. You know, do you think that when a Matt, so when a Matt, you know, when when I, I don't reply to one of Chloe's messages, it's potential that I might be not not interested, not listening, not, not you know, not showing her attention. But if if she texts me and I don't, or I, she, I text her and she doesn't reply, I don't really give a shit. It's because I don't put that attach much feeling to it. Do you find that's an, a, a dynamic sometimes in in relationships? But you sound to be quite liberated. So does your husband freak out when he's like, I've texted Emma three times and she doesn't reply? No, you know, she doesn't but, love me anymore. Um, it's funny, and I thought it was, but actually you've just said it the opposite way around because I thought it it might because my brother does it and my husband does it in that if i don't reply to a question like half an hour later i'll get a question mark <laughs> uh, or, or an oi and it's not them being possessive or it's that because they because they focus in their heads 
on one thing, it's like they want an answer. It's like, so, whereas we're much more, what I think is more of a is that they're multitask, you've got thousands of things going on. So I'm the same, I'll just throw a text message out. But I'm all, it's the awareness of what the other person's doing. So I'm fully aware that he will be at work or he'll be doing something else. So I won't expect yeah. an answer. If like five hours later, and I know he could easily have answered it, because he's liked something on Facebook or something, yeah. or made <laughs> a comment on Instagram, then I'm like, uh... Answer, yeah, please. I will like message James and like James will message back and I'm like, all oh, right, he's probably really busy because he is really busy and I'm really busy and I can understand it and it's fine. And then he'll do like 17 back to back stories on Instagram being like, uh, the good, the bad and the rugby is now live. And I'm like, you got my message. You are there. And I'm about to go to the shop and buy you food you want for dinner. So it's, tell me what you want for dinner. Yeah, exactly. but your question, exactly. your yeah. questions are normally like, on a scale of one to ten, how much do you actually love me? And do you miss me while I'm away? I'm like, <laughs> That's absolutely... A Chloe, and utter lie. don't lie to yeah. our listeners. What are you talking about? Every now and again, every now and again, I might crawl on you at night and be like, "Tell me you love me." Yeah. But that's if I was an animal, noise. what friend animal would you be to really cuddle me? That absolutely is. never happened. Ah, well. Just to be clear, this is absolutely a smear campaign. A smear campaign. It's two it's sentences. And I actually know where he got this from. We went to Ibiza for my birthday, and we met some friends out there who live out there and work out there and one of them was like <laughs> we were all really drunk obviously it's Ibiza she was like I'm really good at giving you all your animal and the next day I was like what's my animal and James was like how did you remember that and now you've just bastardised it a to me crawling all over what is your animal uh, she had a horse which is uh. not really a compliment but I mean I'll t- I love horses so I'll take I was it. a snail Okay, uh, I'm a wolf. One... I think that's the same. Yes. Thing. I'm, I'm not a snail. I was a fucking tiger or something. No, no. All men think that they're like yeah. some kind of. I was like a motherfucking hawk just swooping down, and <laughs> getting shit. Right. Read the next question. Oh, you'd be a lion. You're a big blonde bear that <laughs> doesn't you. do any of. I look work. like Silas at the moment from uh, Da Vinci Code. Okay. Oh yeah. So Emma, this is one for you. My partner and I have been together five years, and our sexual relationship is starting to get quite samey. <laughs> without going too above board not really sure what that means uh can you suggest some quick and easy ways for us to spice up our sex life um do you know what the first thing i'd say communicate and get do you know what, get a bottle of wine suggest do you know what, suggest that you watch some porn yes. you just go right let's watch something did some pick something both of you pick a category and let's go, right, let's watch a couple of films, a couple of bottles of wine, just start chatting about where, things that you've always thought, you'd, you know, would yeah. be fun to try and stuff. And then, and do you know what, I'm not, you know, blowing the KK trumpet, but it is a good place for that, especially at the moment with so much online, because you can sit on your sofa, it's you can easier. pay 20 quid to yeah. come to some kind of couples workshop from Shibari Rope technique to central massage so there's so many different things we're doing two or three a week all the virtual house party on a friday night again 20 quid and just go right fuck it let's just do something fun and and just and and that's it so it comes down to and i say to people people expect it to better sex lives to fall out the sky and land on their heads no and you know i had this conversation with a husband of a friend of mine and it's like oh i just feel like i'm the one you know initiating and she just rolls over i'm like well have you actually taken her out on a date night yeah because i tell you what i say that to james it's like i can be in you know knackered mom businesswoman mode you take me out for dinner in two hours and i will come back 
wife mode you're guaranteed, to you are guaranteed yeah. to get sex it's a very yeah. easy process but it just takes awareness and a little bit of effort I completely agree with that. I think, A, the first thing Emma said about now is the perfect time if they're doing so much stuff online because it means that you can venture into it in a very kind of separate way so that it's less intimidating if you're brand spanking new to it. And I also completely agree. I found this in all of my relationships, always. Men seem to think that sex is very much like at the drop of a hat, you fuck, you're done, it's great, everything's great. And it's like actually exactly what we've been saying throughout the start, the start all the way up to you know the end of this episode. Women, I'm sorry, but sometimes we need our engines warmed up a bit. Like taking your your partner yeah. out for a nice meal, having a really nice bottle of wine, telling her she looks beautiful, holding exactly. her hand, kissing her before you even leave the restaurant, before you get in the taxi to go home. These things will guarantee you sex. Like make a bit of an effort. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Then just accept that we are oh, You're beautiful. <laughs> <Get fucked>. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm and the other thing is. Is um, it's like sexual it's sexual currency. See, it's sexual currency. Mm. Is is texting or messages. So Agreed. see, it's basically you're paying them a pound. You're paying them. So just sent during the day, whether you're with each other now. Now, some people are back at work, but you could be in the next room. Just send a kiss emoji. Nothing, you know, hardcore like sexting, but just go, or when you walk through the room, if your wife or a partner walks through the room, just send her a text going, your bum looks great in those trousers. A hundred percent. little things, it's, quite as clever. I said, our brain, women's brains need to be turned on. And yeah. that's by making us feel confident, making us feel hot, making us feel respected. That's the main one. Oh, yeah. um, and, and it's a very easy thing to do. Like making the effort on the date nights, having the conversation, um, over a bottle of wine as in let's try what you know have a laugh let's have a laugh and watch some porn but just sexual currency throughout the day just these little, yeah. little things leave it's, just, it's easy to do I come I, and I will say to all the and you'll get sex there, at the end of it <laughs> you, like guaranteed like I've had relationships that were like sexually on fire in the beginning completely and utterly burn out to the point where like I never wanted to have sex with that person anymore and the reason why is because men this has happened to me in maybe two or three of my, what, seven relationships I've been in. I'm 33. I'm, all, I'm obviously a relationship I mean, that's, that's girl. the story you're going with. And I would yeah. say, like two, no, like, two or three of the relationships I've been in. Men, be very careful. I know that, that men, I think, obviously men and women both lose their temper. But weirdly, I think men have less boundaries when it comes to when they argue. Be very careful the things you say in arguments and how far you take it because I guarantee you the second that your partner, your girlfriend, your wife, whoever it is, starts to feel disrespected or unattractive to you, I guarantee you she'll shut off sexually. And completely. you can never and you can never get yeah, it back. You I can always never say get it back. When it snaps, it's that. And rather than that's the other thing, where if you don't like the way something's happening in the bedroom or they the way they give a blowjob or the way a man goes down on you, rather than saying I don't, yeah, you're doing it wrong and I don't like that, which immediately will make someone feel shit. Yeah. It's just say, just say, that's that's nice, but could you do this? <laughs> yeah. Could yeah, you try respectful. this? Could you start, yeah, I'd really yeah. like it if you did this down there. So it's you mean sending a, sending a full PowerPoint presentation of where she's gone wrong <laughs> is a no, step too far? No, just say, could you try that, you know, when they're going down on you or something and you're thinking, oh, I don't like that. Rather than go, no, that's wrong, or it's not a freaking doorbell, which or you know, <laughs> and the same with nipples, they're not doorbells, you know what I mean? I know. Very sensitive things. Just say, oh, could you try doing that? 
This really is like 50 Shades of Grey fucked us. 50 Shades of Grey yeah. did a lot of damage to women's nipples. I call it 50 Shades of Shit. <laughs> before we before we before we end because we're, we're literally running out of time for, for lads who, who are struggling with the old going down um i, <laughs> God, I oh, no, no 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 relax there's a book, fantastic book called she comes first which uh was given to me when i was 21 and uh in vegas i've passed Shock. i've passed it on to <laughs> uh, i've passed it on to other <laughs> other teammates and people and their wives have come up and just gone Thank you. I don't think that's Thank true. You. Fucking swear sure on my life, Moby. Struck down, I swear on my life. I gave it to a couple of Kiwi t- teammates in, in at the Highlanders, and it's true, she comes first. But listen, that's all we've got time for this week. Emma, are you, I just love you so much, you've got to come back. <laughs> Emma, we'll, we'll have you back on. If anybody wants to send any questions and send them to cqquestions at uh, jameshaskell.org. Emma, please tell everyone what you've got, where they can find you. You've got a podcast, you've got obviously the website, your social media, let everyone know where they can find yeah. you. Um, to be honest, if you just search killing kittens it's not hard hard name <laughs> to forget doesn't it? there's not a lot of us out there um that's where yeah on twitter instagram the set the new site will come up so it's free to join so it's like a so as i said social network so you might as well just sign up to it and have a look around um yeah. i and, love your social yeah. media i love don't your make instagram. a mistake it's amazing. It, always, it either makes me laugh or makes me horny. I am. <laughs> Perfect Instagram Good. account. That's yeah. That, yeah, that's the thing. That's what we it, want. It's 2K, so I made the mistake of Googling KKK parties. Very fucking <laughs> different atmosphere. No, Very no, di- no. Don't go there at all. I actually said when I was doing her email yesterday, I was like, there was a KKK. She went, whoa, whoa, 2K. Whoa, whoa, I was like, whoa, sorry. Um, <laughs> why, why killing kittens? I've never even thought um, about this. Would somehow. you know what? It was, I, ha- I was in Ibiza and hadn't slept for three days. And of course. Someone had phoned in. It was a wedding and just said, you know, who couldn't make the wedding and said, are you guys all just sat around killing kittens at the moment? Which, so we had this whole conversation that, that it's cyber slang that every time you masturbate, God kills a kitten. So oh. if you're killing a kitten, you're having a wank. And I just went, that's it. That's You're a mass murderer, babe. Um, anyway. Ibiza nights come to the fore. Uh, I'm Joe exactly. Haskell. I'm Chloe Maitley. And you've been listening to Couples Quarantine. Thank you so much. Episode three, you can find it on all your... Uh, your podcast platforms is also a YouTube show uh, on our social media at James Haskell at Midley Chloe and and uh, we'll catch you all soon hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.